Hello, welcome to Poppy Approved Movies. My name is Poppy. And I'm Natalie. In our podcast, we will review and critique my favorite PG-13 movies. Movies that I wasn't allowed to watch until I turned 13. Every week, Natalie and I will watch a new PG-13 movie. And I'll see if Poppy's movies live up to the hype. Which, of course, they will. Today, we're going to be watching Serenity. Before we begin, there will be spoilers. If you haven't seen the movie and don't want it to be spoiled. Press pause and come back when you're finished. Now, Poppy, tell me the deets on this movie. Okay. Trinity came out in 2005 with a runtime of 1 hour and 59 minutes. It's not streaming anywhere. We borrowed the DVD from your TOE, said. Again! I know, he has Back a lot. Back at of... it again with the save. Yeah, he has lots of DVDs. We still over there a couple times a month to get some. It was written and directed by Joss Whedon. It's like a little like a little shopping section. We just like go around pushing our non-existent shopping cart. Ooh, this is a movie we like. Pull it off the shelf. Mm, yeah, yeah, kind of similar. Although we know which movies we're looking for, and then we just kind of... We, we have a grocery list. We have a grocery list, yeah. The main stars are Nathan Fillion, Gina Torres, and Chiwetel Ejiofor. This movie, we haven't seen any of the actors before, right? Mm, like no. all new? Oh, Watt. So oh. Wash is from Night's Tale, Watt. And then I think that's it. Yeah, you're right. Everybody else is pretty new to us and we've never met before. Never mind, I lied. There yeah. is people. Just the one. Fun facts, the movie was based on a TV show called Firefly. The show was canceled before its first season was even finished. Why wasn't the movie named Firefly then? That's a good question. They just named it up. Maybe because Firefly failed as a TV show because it was canceled. So they didn't want to name it the same. So they wanted to get like a fresh start. Maybe. Maybe. Well, they had 14 episodes that were made, but only 11 of the episodes were aired on TV. And they were aired out of order. So they were out of order, which kind of messed up the storylines. Yeah. They did that. I remember with Miraculous Ladybug, because we were watching and we didn't really understand. And then like, after like six episodes, they had like the origin story. I was like confused. Oh, really? Uh-huh, and even on Netflix, it's, like, out of order. Like, they didn't reorder it properly. There was a huge fight to create this movie, but it also did poorly in the box office. So it's more of a cult hit than it is a, a, a commercial success. I guess maybe it wasn't a good idea to make a movie about a failing TV show. I ended up watching the TV show. I, I watched all the episodes of the TV show. I really liked it as well. But that I watched it after I watched the movie. So, So what do you think? I didn't really like it that much. It kind of gave me the vibes of like Fifth Element, and I didn't like Fifth Element either. So it doesn't look like you like sci-fi. No, I don't think I do. Okay. And I thought it was kind of boring. And one of the things that really annoyed me was the brother had like that random love story with Kaylee, and I thought it was really out of place in this Mm -hmm. movie. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't really like that. Okay. All All right. So what do you rate it? I give it a two stars. <laughs> I should wait. Hold on. <laughs> wow, two stars! I love this movie. I really, really, really do enjoy it. Why don't we get into the recap? The movie begins with Young River in a class listening to her teacher lecture about how the universe is organized. The universe is run by a governing body called the Alliance. Man has terraformed planets to make them habitable. The inner planets of the universe are all on board with the Alliance. 
The outer planets, on the other hand, do not like the Alliance and are more rebellious. Years later, River, now a young woman, is being experimented on and tortured. An Alliance doctor comes in to see how the experimentation is going. He's told that she's a psychic and has powerful, strong, amazing fighting skills that makes her a weapon. Then the Alliance doctor, who we find out later is her brother Simon, knocks everyone out and sets her free, and they escape on a ship called the Serenity. Serenity, so does that mean the old ship's name was Firefly then? No. Why is Firefly? Why is it called Firefly? I don't know. I can't remember now. Because even like when we were watching this movie, I was like, it, this movie is kind of random that it's named Serenity, but it, that's the name of the ship, so it makes sense. Yeah. But like, it didn't have anything to do with the story at all or anything. It was just the name. It could have been any name. Yeah, but it's the name of the ship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't remember why the show's called Firefly. I don't know. Later at the same facility, a bounty hunter and assassin from the Alliance, called the Operative, comes to review the security footage. The Alliance wants River dead because she overheard some very important information that could be detrimental to the Alliance. That's just what you do, you know? Someone hears something and you're like, okay, I guess it's time to kill them. Exactly right. Cut loose ends, you know what I mean? I would think that they would just use her as like, they would just train her, or like they just keep her captive. Well, they did, right? Oh, and yeah. she escaped. Oh yeah, so it, like it didn't work the first time, so might as well just you know murder. Yeah, murder. Anyways, the operative hunt begins to catch River. We meet the crew of the Serenity: Wash, the pilot; Zoe, the second in command; Jane, the muscle; Kaylee, the mechanic; and their captain, Malcolm. River and Simon have been with them for the last eight months. They are a group of outlaws doing jobs to survive. They but who are they doing jobs for? Just like random anyone? Yeah, stealing banks like you see them later doing. Smuggling, that's mostly what they do. They they take, a, you know, um, cargo and move it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, they land on a planet where they are going to steal from a bank. River goes on the mission even though Simon doesn't want her to. They get the money but run into some problems when the Reavers come. Reavers are a group of wild cannibals. A hovercraft ship chase ensues, and the crew barely escapes. The Reavers are kind of like zombies almost, right? Yeah, zombies is a good one, because they eat people, right? Kind of like zombies eat people. And then they like, kind of brainless almost. Not really, but like... A little bit, right? They're wild. Yeah. Simon is incensed. River was in danger and wants off the ship, and Mal agrees. Simon and River will get off at the next stop where they are going to sell what they stole from the bank. On the next planet, they go into a shady bar to meet their contacts. River joins them, and when a commercial comes on TV, she goes crazy and beats everyone up at the bar. I don't know how no one else thought that this commercial was weird, because it was a weird commercial. I wonder if those are what the commercials look like in the future. Maybe, but you can, like, it's like brainwashing, and there was, like, swirly stuff, and there's, like bright colors that were like not going with the animals and like you could tell that it was something like mind control or something else yeah <laughs> like it was so obvious yeah but there's so many crazy commercials on tv now you know what i mean like i don't get it like, but it didn't have like swirling like black and white like well i so. wonder if anybody else can see those things or it was just her maybe yeah i'm not, I'm not sure anyway she beats up everybody at the bar and she almost kills mal but Simon comes in says a safe word and it puts her to sleep immediately. 
That's also kind of scary. I know that they have that kind of mind control over her, right? Yeah. It's like she's a robot. Yeah, a little bit. Before she falls asleep, she says the word Miranda. Imagine that, not being able to control yourself. Or like literally taking over someone else. Yeah. Although it'd be pretty cool, like, if you're, I can't sleep tonight. Uh, Nat, can you say the magic word? And you're like, dee 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 That'd be nice, right? Yeah. <laughs> Mal picks River up and brings her to the ship, and they discuss what happened. They call Mr. Universe, a tech guru, and ask him about the commercial. He tells them that the commercial has a subliminal message created by the Alliance. He figures that they want River very badly. The operative arrives at the bar and sees Mal picking River up. He looks up his known associates and sees Mal has history with Anara, old love interests. The operative goes and visits her. So that's a, she was a big part of the TV show. She wasn't that much of a big part in this movie. Right, because she's left. She's left the, the ship. She was on the ship for a while, I guess. The crew of the Serenity go and visit Haven, a planet where their old crewmate, Shepard, has retired to. Then they get a call from Inara asking them to come and visit. They know it's a trap, but they go anyway. What movie did we watch where it's a trap, but then they're like, I know it's a trap, but it's not a trap? It's not a trap, but I know it is. Yeah, what movie was that? I don't know. Was it this movie? No. Mal sneaks onto Inara's planet in disguise. There he meets the operative and shoots him in the chest, not knowing that he's wearing armor. Way to solve all your problems, baby. More murder. I think that it's kind of like, you know, the whole Han Solo, did he shoot first, who shot first situation? Yeah. Well, I think Mal is not Han Solo. It's not about whether he shot first or not shot first. He doesn't care. He's just going to kill him. Yeah, he's bad. He's not a good guy. He doesn't have morals. Yeah, he doesn't have morals. He's ready to kill the guy immediately and be done with it. Han Solo without morals. Anyways, Mal doesn't have that conundrum. He just shoots first. <laughs> but unfortunately, the guy's wearing armor. And then he gets up and he just beats on Mal. Like, just beats him up. That didn't work out. Yeah. Uh, he's about to pretty much kill him. And then before that happens, Inara, pretending to light incense, blows some dynamite. And she and Mal escape. Inara, I felt kind of bad for her because she was also trying to fight during that scene. But she just kept getting, like, thrown to the floor. He just kept smacking her around. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, uh, she's trying her best, but, like, she can't even stand a fight. Like, um, Han Solo guy is, like, at least he's, like, getting somewhere sometimes. But I felt so bad because she was, like, trying. But, like, it was obviously well, not. He, he wasn't getting the Malcolm. Mal. Malcolm. He wasn't getting knocked out. But he was getting beat up bad. Yeah. This operative guy was much, much stronger, much better fighter. And, uh, and better prepared for the fight. And had armor, so like he he couldn't get shot. On the way back to Haven, River gets into the cockpit's computer. She figures out that Miranda is a planet. The team looks up the planet, and there's no information of a history. I do think they kind of disregarded her, though. What do you mean? Like they were like, "There's no Miranda," blah blah blah, and then they just like kind of gave up. Like they didn't care at all. Mm -hmm. They just disregarded her. I feel like and like. She's obviously knows something that could be useful to them. And they just are like, oh, she's crazy. It's okay. I think they think she's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, the team looks up the planet. There's no information or history about the planet or ever being terraformed. Miranda is also very difficult to get to because it's on the other side of Reaver airspace. They get to heaven and Shepard's entire village was massacred by the Alliance. The operative has begun to kill all of Malcolm's known associates. 
Mal gets angry and decides to go to Miranda. To get through Reaver airspace, they disguise Serenity as a Reaver ship and get to the other side. So the Reavers are not mindless because they can ride ships, apparently. Well, yeah, and, they, and we know that they're able to like drive hovercrafts, too. Once they land on Miranda, they see that an entire city and has been terraformed, and it's habitable. There's no one alive. Thousands of people are dead with no signs of an attack. They eventually find a recording where they learn that the Alliance purposely put Pax gas into the air supply to pacify the residents on Miranda. Pax, shout out to Mr. P, you know, his son, Pax. That's kind of terrifying, too, though. They're just like, we're going to calm you down a little bit. Yeah. But well, they're humans, right? So why would they they need that? Just chill them out. No, no rebelliousness, no fight. Just good, upstanding citizens that drive the speed limit and do what they're supposed to do. Oh my gosh, a utopian society. I know. Maybe we should put Pax Gas in our city. Yeah, no, you know where they should put Pax Gas? In the cafeteria at your school. Uh, right there. Chill everybody out. You guys will have a peaceful day. All the teachers <laughs> will be happy. No, Pax the teachers too. The teachers too. They get so, <laughs> they, They're all chill out and won't give you that much. And you know what? Don't worry about homework, guys. Just go ahead. You guys can just play. Pax everyone! Pax yes, everyone. The roads will be safer. The schools will be nicer. The world will be a better place if you just drug everyone. Well, it did work, but it worked so well that the people didn't care anymore and they just let themselves die. So we don't want <laughs> Maybe we should not pax your junior high. Oh, I'm sorry. No longer your junior high because you no longer go to junior high. Natalie graduated. Graduated since last time we recorded. Congratulations, Natalie. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. You are now a high school student. Congratulations. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, the side effects of the Pax gas is that 10% of the population become extremely aggressive and started to eat people. In essence, the Alliance created the reverse. Wait, I still have a question about how everyone's like dead, right? And there's like no sign of attack. Yes. And then that they just like all just gave up on like life life, and then they all died. Mm -hmm. How are those bodies like preserved? Yeah, that's a good question. Hmm. I don't know why. That doesn't make any sense, right? Maybe the gas. Maybe the Pax gas made it happen. But it was just like they were, it was like they just died. Like their bodies were perfectly intact. No, it couldn't have been because the Reavers have been, the Reavers have been around for years. Yeah. So yeah. why would the Reavers not eat the dead bodies? Oh, no. They only eat them when they're alive. So we know they don't eat dead people. So that makes sense. Like bears? <laughs> How you're supposed to act dead or something? Because they don't eat dead people? Yeah. Pretty sure they eat anything for hunger, aren't they? I don't know. The person who made the recording gets eaten by the Reavers. Yeah. Then why didn't all these other passive people who were just hanging out? Yeah, it makes sense. And they're so passive, they wouldn't even care if they got, like, eaten. Yeah. Now, I mean, you could say, why didn't they decay? That might have to do with the Pax gas. Yeah. Oh, the Pax gas keeps them. And just the way the Reavers, their bodies changed. Yeah. So why didn't they get eaten why didn't they, well if they died first wouldn't no, the no, gas work at the same time since it's all released at the same time you would think so right yeah and then they would have just ate all those and the people would have just let them get eaten yeah yeah they wouldn't uh-huh. run or anything all right so that's a good point that's a pretty big plot hole anyways the serenity crew wants to broadcast this information to the entire universe so they call mr universe to see if he can do it he says yes 
but behind the scenes, he is being held hostage by the operative. After the phone call, the operative kills Mr. Universe and stays there waiting for Serenity and River to come to him. The crew knew that it might be a trap, so they leave Reaver's space. And another sh- trap? Another trap. It's not a trap. They know it's not a trap. What is that from? I can't Maybe believe- it came from this movie. Maybe. All right, so we we uh, did some research. We spoke with some colleagues, some professionals, and uh, it's a trap. If it's not really, it's not a trap. If you know it's a trap, was well, from Guardians. It's a face off. It's a face off. <laughs> it's a face off. Yes, that's the scene. That's the movie, The Guardians of the Galaxy Three. So that's where it came from. Anyways, it's a trap because the Alliance is waiting for them on the other side of Reaver's space. Mal knows it. Shoots one of the Reavers as they are leaving, and the Reavers follow him. And they end up meeting up with the Alliance ships and have a full-on battle. During that battle, Serenity barely escapes the melee and lands on Mr. Universe's planet. Sadly, Wash is killed in the landing. People were really upset about this because people still wanted the TV show to keep going. Yeah. They wanted the original cast to be there. And they were, like, killed off. And they killed two of them off. They killed Wash and they killed uh, Shepard, the guy on the planet. So those two people were gone from this universe, and they were really upset about it. And the TV show ended up not doing anything else anyways. But they made a lot of comics. So there's a lot of Serenity comics. Yeah, I I have a lot of them, yeah. Not all of them, but I have most of them. Anyways, at Mr. Universe's facility, they want to put out the recording that they found at Miranda. But they are pinned down by Reavers. The crew stays back to give Mal the opportunity to broadcast the information. It's a terrible battle, and the crew is getting shot left and right. They go behind blast doors, but River sacrifices herself to get a medical bag to them and to buy them time. Mal goes to the main computer, and the operative is there and attacks him. They have a battle, and the operative is winning decisively. At the end, the operative attacks Mal with a paralyzing move on one of his nerve clusters. Right before the operative makes the killing shot, Mal knocks him down and cracks his back, leaving him immobile. Mal explains that he lost that nerve cluster in the war. Then he pins the operative to the wall and plays the recording for the entire universe to see, and the operative watches on in horror. This is kind of like a mini plot twist. What do you mean? Because, like, you think that he's going to die, and then, like, he... Didn't even have that nerve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you get fooled, right? You think, oh, man. So what happened, the operative did it earlier to someone else. He did. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is they freeze. Their body can't move. Yeah, and then they like start falling. And then they start falling, and he would put his sword out, and they would land on his sword. And then Mal pretended like he couldn't move. Yeah. And then right when the operative wasn't paying attention, he got punched in the throat. I think in the throat, right? He hit him in the throat? Yeah. And then kind of cracked his back. It looked like he broke his back. Mal and the crew meet up and start the escape. River single-handedly killed all the Reavers, but suddenly they are all surrounded by Alliance soldiers. They await the kill order, but the operative lets them go. There's no use to kill them. The information is already out. With the help of the operative, the Serenity is restored and the crew gets medical attention. The entire crew buries their lost ones, and then they fly away with Mal and River in the cockpit. The end. The end. All right. I did like this movie. It's still pretty good. But sci-fi is not your move. Although no. we had like... Although I liked Interstellar a lot. I know, but that's like different kind of sci-fi. I guess you don't like sci-fi action. And it's funny because I have... 
like two sci-fi action movies coming up. Yeah. yeah. And then I took a couple of them off. So I'm just going to find emotionally disturbing and destructive movies and get you to give me five stars for those. Yay. <laughs> All right. Could this movie still be made today? Um, I think it could. But I did think that the Kaylee love story was completely useless. You didn't even mention her in the recap. Or or Jane. You know, Jane the muscle guy. Or even yeah. the doctor. None of them were important after they they did their role. Yeah. yeah. Or Zoe. Yeah. Almost no one was very important, right? But I thought Kaylee, like, she's, I guess she's just a character, right? But their love story was so unnecessary. Yeah. Like, they kind of just threw that in. So be like, oh, my God, love, yay. I think maybe that was like an Easter egg for anybody who watched the show that it was maybe like they did like each other. Will they or won't they kind of situation on the TV show, you know what I mean? Maybe. I just didn't like it, though. I thought it was so random. It was random. It was unnecessary. And I feel like some movies, they have the tendency to, like, add in a love story just because, like, whoa, a love story. Yay. Yeah, because Mal and Inara have a love story, but didn't really develop, right? But at least she was, like, somewhat useful because, like, the incense thing and, like, all of that. Like, she helped move the story along, at least in one part. But their love story, they didn't really show much except for, like, one point yeah. where she, like, said something, like, kind of flirty, and that was it. Yeah. But I, at the very end, and he was, he was like, I'm used to doing whatever I can do to help my sister, but I love you. And then she's like, I love you, too. And I was like, where did this come from? Well, there were the eyes. Like, she would give him googly eyes and things like that. And then the other love story is uh, Wash and Zoe, and he dies, and she's like, it's, you know, it's a war. This is what happens. She's kind of cold about it, right? Yeah, Even she, she didn't care. Yeah, it's kind of sad. All right. Anything else about could this movie still be made today? I thought they were like unnecessarily rude to River. Like they didn't treat her like a person. Like the crew didn't. Okay. So I remember one scene in particular where she was like scared because the Reavers were coming in and they're like, oh, so now she's useless. Like when we need her. And uh-huh. I was like, she's in the room, and they just like called her useless, like she's like she's nothing, like she's not a person. Yeah, they didn't treat her well at all. Yeah, because she has a, obviously she's been tortured, right? She has like mental problems because of yeah. her trauma. Exactly. She yeah, she has like PTSD, uh-huh. and they're like treating her, and then even so much that Simon got mad at Mal because he used her to go on the mission for you know when the Reavers came and they're stealing the bank. Uh-huh. He wanted her there just because she's a psychic. And she did help because she said, oh, the Reavers are coming. And then that's how they were able to escape. So even Mal was using her, right? Yeah. Yeah. They were just kind of like using her and discarding her whenever they needed. And I was like, that's not how you're supposed to treat someone. Yeah. Mal had like a code, but he wasn't a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, And you could tell he shoots first, right? He's that guy. And he wasn't, and the operative wasn't the only one he shot first. I think he shot someone else first as well. So, like, he doesn't care about life or he just cares about himself, his ship, and his crew. Like, you know, doing the things. Yeah. And then only the crew as they help him, right? Because he's yelling at everybody all the time, even on the crew. All right. Anything else? Uh, I thought it was funny how the whole movie we thought River looked a lot like Jenna Ortega. And mom, like, couldn't get over it. And she's like, it's not Jenna Ortega. That movie's 18 years old. And Jenna Ortega was like 20 years old. 
Yeah, and she, mom really, really thought like, it it's was... her. It is her. I'm like, she would have been two years old. She would have been a baby at this time. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, yeah. I think Summer Glau, I think that's her name, the actress's name. Yeah, she does look like her a little bit, huh? A little bit. Yeah, I can see it. I was like, oh, she kind of looks like Jenna Ortega. And mom's like, she is Jenna Ortega. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Anything else? Nope. All right, does it pass the Bechdel test? Um, I don't think so. Okay, I thought it did. Well, let's hear the expert. The Bechdel test. It's about female representation in movies. There are three criteria. Criteria number one, are there more than one named featured female character? There's River, there's Kaylee, there's... Was it Ava? What was Inara. It? Inara. No, the, the, the Zoe. Okay. All right. Criteria two, do any of the females talk to each other? Um, I can't remember a specific time no one time okay so if it doesn't pass that then it doesn't pass number three which is do they talk to each other about anything other than a man but if they never did then they wouldn't the only thing i would say would be in the beginning of the movie and then in a couple of flashbacks where the teacher is talking to river but the teacher doesn't have a name does she oh she's a teacher i don't know if she has a name so that is two females talking to each other, but maybe because she's not a featured female. She doesn't even have a name. She shouldn't count. But she counts. She's a female. All right, but we're going to go with yours because she is not a uh, name character. Or that, a featured character. Then she does not. Oh, I'm sorry. Then the movie does not pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> All right. It's a stretch, right? All right. Anything else? No. Thank you for tuning in to Poppy Approved Movies. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast app. We put out an episode every Monday. If you want to suggest a movie for us to watch and critique, email us at poppyapprovedmovies at gmail.com. That's poppyapprovedmovies at gmail.com. No spaces, no caps. We'll try our best to get to your suggestion. And remember, it has to be PG-13. Next week, we're watching Grown Ups, so I hope you join us. I'm Poppy. And I'm Natalie. See you next time. Bye.